Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. You can watch us on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Tom Brady last night, I don't want to be this guy, and I'm going to be careful in how I say it because there's still ability left there, but there are also real problems there. Canty, he can play another year. Mm. Doesn't mean he should. Mm. And what I'm watching last night is one of those quarterbacks that we talk about uh, around the league. The guys who were the force multipliers, which Tom Brady spent 99% of his career being, and the guys who need everything to be perfect around them to win. Mm. That's what Tom Brady is now. And I'm sorry, I don't want to watch this anymore. I don't, and I know that's a rough thing to say. I don't want to watch this anymore. I can remember at times during the 2015 season, as much as their defense was dominant and won them a Super Bowl, where it was brutally painful to watch Peyton Manning play for the Denver Broncos. They won a Super Bowl in spite of Peyton Manning that Mm -hmm. year. And I don't even need it to be because of, but I can't see it be in spite of. And when I see the balls go into the dirt as much as I did last night, understanding that there's a real protection problem. Yeah. You're, you can't go somewhere, whether it's San Francisco, whether it's Miami, and expect things to be perfect for you all the way around throughout the season. Well, they don't have to be perfect, Carlin. They just can't mm. be as bad as what we saw in Tampa. They were dead last in every metric when it comes to running the football. <laughs> That's not a formula for success no. for a 45-year-old quarterback. No, but I, And I he's they, led the league in pass attempts the last two seasons, what Carlin. Did they, what did they do last night? I mean, I think they ran it twice and said, oh, we can't run it. Throw yeah, it. I mean, it's, just, it's absolutely egregious. And I get it. The short passing game and extension of the run game. But you do have to have some level of physicality for your offensive line to be able to dictate the terms to the defensive front. Because if they can't, then all of those D linemen are just going to tee off and pass rush. And, Carla, let me tell you something about defensive linemen. Take it from one that knows it. We rush a hell of a lot better when we actually know it's going to be passed. And that's what you saw on display last night. And that's what you've seen for the better part of this year. So I'm not surprised that Tom Brady has looked like a mere mortal this season. I think a lot of that has to do with coaching. And a lot of that has to do with the personnel, the injuries, the departures along the offensive line taking its toll. But I still think that Tom Brady can play football. He was third in passing yards this season. Over the last two years, Carlin, even though he's led the league in pass attempts, you're talking about a guy that's top five in QBR. So it's not like Tom Brady can't play. What you're asking is that you put him in a situation where the supporting cast can accentuate what he does well or carry him to the point where he can be a difference maker, in particular, 
this aspect of the game, situational football, third downs, two-minute, red zone, that's the kind of thing that Tom Brady needs to be set up for in order to have success now. He can't be a guy that's asked to get everybody on the team to play above the X's and O's, but when it comes to situational football, because of his experience, Tom Brady can be the difference in your team contending at a championship level versus not. Here he is last night on his future. Not saying much. I'm not, you know, this has been a lot of focus on, you know, this game. So, yeah, it's just be one day at a time, truly. Let me ask you this question. What's up? Has he bucked all the trends? Has he basically been the exception to the rule across the board? Of course. You don't get better with age. Tom Brady has done that. And he has reached an age where nobody else has played at the level that he has played at. No player, well, I shouldn't say no player, but 99% of players, especially, especially in the NFL, get the chance to end their career the way they want to on their terms. Mm -hmm. He had that chance this past offseason. He came back and played. He did all the things that you talked about in terms of his numbers. Yet that was an eight-win team, I think in large part because of their offensive line injuries, Mm -hmm. but that was an eight-win team. Sure. In a bad, historically bad division. You're going to move him to Miami? I get it. You're going to move him to San Francisco? I get it. There's two places there where you could justify it. But for me, I just don't want to watch him try to do this anymore when I know what the history is, what he has done for his entire career, he doesn't have anything left to prove. This might be just one of those things where he has no idea what to do with the rest of his life, and he can't let go. It's time to let go, and it's not because he stinks, okay? It's because I don't ever want to see him stink. Well, here's the thing. We want to see Tom Brady contend at a championship level. Why else put yourself in harm's way at 45 years old? It'll be 46 years old next year if he decides he's going to tee it up for a 24th season. What's left? Carlin, Carlin, you can never replace the opportunity to compete against the best in the world in this sport. You can't. There's no feeling in life that's going to replace coming out of the tunnel on a Sunday, especially in a playoff atmosphere. You can't replace it. You can't replicate it. So I understand not wanting to let go, especially when you're as good as Tom Brady is. This year, though. Here's the thing, Carlin. We we keep talking about this year and how the Bucs have underachieved as a team and the deficiencies that they had on the offensive side of the ball personnel-wise and at the head coaching spot, if we're being honest. Let me ask you this question. If Tom Brady was the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, would you feel better about their chances of winning a Super Bowl or worse? Of course I'd feel better. If Tom Brady was the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, would they still be playing football? Good chance there would be. Good chance. Good chance. They, they only lost on the road mm-hmm. by three to Buffalo with their third-string quarterback. So if Tom Brady's your quarterback, good chance that he finds mm-hmm. himself on the winning side of that game. Yeah. So the two destinations that you threw out – are likely possibilities because those are both franchises that are in quarterback limbo. So if you're Tom Brady, why should you walk away when you still have an opportunity to compete for a championship if you're in the right situation? Chris, before the season, even though you had Ali Marpet move on and Alex Kappa signed somewhere else, 
Did you feel pretty good if you were Brady about where your offensive line was before the season? Yeah, because you had Ryan Jensen, you thought they gave him a contract, and you didn't expect that Tristan Wurst would get hurt the way that he did. This is my point. No matter where you go, you are counting on everything being perfect and staying perfect to be successful. Mm. That is a lot to count on in this sport especially, as we have seen time and again. And frankly... You look at the Buffalo Bills, they have lost guys who have been a big part of their success, and right now, I don't feel great about where they are. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're playing particularly good. Now, they've had a lot of things go on, but my point is simply asking things to be perfect in terms of health and situational, situationally in the NFL is asking for the moon and the stars. He never had to ask for it before, because he could make other guys better and not will them make them better on the field itself. Well, there are organizations that do a better job of overcoming key injuries. I mean, look at the 49ers, Carlin. They're on their third-string quarterback well, right now. All right, but to your They're point— They're on their third-string quarterback. And I'm coming around and, to and the they, idea— And they that, might be the best team in football. And I'm coming around to the idea that if he has the right situational quarterback, doesn't matter who Kyle Shanahan's guy is. I'm coming around to that well, idea. Well, well Kyle, Sa- Kyle Shanahan it. told you it mattered when he forked over three first-round picks in order to move up to draft Trey Lance. Okay. Now, well, he told you quarterback mattered when it came to winning at the highest level. I- I'm talking about in his system, he may have found this out the hard way, the way things are going. But that all aside, when I look at Brady now, can I look at another situation and say that is going to stay perfect for me and I'm going to go and win there and I'm going to go and compete on that level with the best in the world because this year, granted injuries, yes, he was not competing against the very best and they did not do particularly well. They beat up on teams that were worse than they were and that's why they were in the playoffs. That's it. I know what the numbers were, Canty. I don't really care. No, but you still show you still saw flashes of greatness. Granted, they were against bad teams. But, you, the, you, but the old great players always show the flash. But the flashes don't add up to be enough anymore. Well, especially when your team doesn't add up to have enough, Carlin. And we talked about how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers paid everybody after they won the Super Bowl, and they haven't quite been the same team since. It's hard to eat when you're full. That's a team that's fallen off of a cliff. Similar to what we saw with the L.A. Rams, it just happened quicker out in L.A. But I I don't look at this season as an indictment on Tom Brady as much as I look at it as an indictment on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster and the people that are in the decision-making positions within that organization. Tom Brady can still play football. It just has to be the right situation. And quite frankly, Carlin, he's earned the right after 23 years after, what, 10 Super Bowl appearances and seven championships, he's earned the right to come back for a 24th season if he so chooses. Well, one place he's not going to do it is one of the two places that Keyshawn Johnson mentioned this morning on KJM. There's only two teams that I would vote for him to go to. One, the New York Jets. Okay. And I would vote for him to go back to New England for the last hurrah. Huh. Not that that would ever happen, but those would be the two teams that I would say, yeah. No. Why? <laughs> not, even just, not even just no, but why? Like, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I guess don't understand the point, that. I guess the point on the Jets is they have more weapons now offensively, and they have a really good defense. But they still have questions along the offensive yes. line. The same thing with New England. And on top of the offensive line issues, 
you got questions about the skill position players in New England. I don't think the last hurrah means a damn thing to Brady now in New no, England. He no. had the last hurrah already. And the storybook ending is him going to the San Francisco 49ers. Yes. His parents live 20 minutes away from the stadium. When they played a few weeks ago, he had over 100 people in the stadium to watch him play, even though that game was an absolute blowout. They lost blowout. 35-7. Yeah, his family members <laughs> got home a little bit early, but notwithstanding, like Tom Brady – being able to finish his career with the team he rooted for as a child, that is the storybook ending. Now, I don't know that that's going to happen if Brock Purdy goes on a Super Bowl run, but there's the potential for that to happen if the 49ers stumble in the divisional weekend. Tom, give Burkhardt a call. Tell him you'll be next to him next fall. That's that's what needs to happen here. If you're you're Steven Ross with the Miami Dolphins, do, do you entertain it? Because you can't move on. You already the lost a draft pick over it. Why not? Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> exactly, right? It already cost you. Already a lost a first round pick. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Greeny. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. There's really only one option for a future Hall of Fame coach. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's really only one place Sean Payton should be next year. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Coming to you live from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. The Denver Broncos have to, now, have to get Sean Payton 
to be their head coach. They would have to ridiculously overpay him because Jim Harbaugh is out of the mix now. He is staying at Michigan. By the way, did you see how that announcement came down? It was amazing. That was it great. It was amazing. When the president of the university says, yeah, we've got great news. Jim Harbaugh is coming back, and I have informed the athletic director of his decision. <laughs> Think about that. The head coach of the football team, not just any football team, but the University of Michigan's football team, his announcement came through the president and not the athletic director. Not even That just it. shows you the state of that relationship. Not even hiding it. I, I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. Uh, but Jim Harbaugh is not going there. Do you want, if you're the Broncos, to hire Dan Quinn? No. What is your biggest problem? You have to fix your quarterback, the guy that you're paying a quarter of a billion dollars to, so you have to pay Sean Payton. Having said that, if I were Sean Payton, eh, maybe I'll sit this one out. Give me another year in the broadcast booth so that I can find a better situation than the ones that are available to me right now. Yeah, let's go ahead and smoke Brandon Staley out. It looks like they're going to try to hang on to him in L.A. and they're going to fire everybody else on the offensive side of the ball and scapegoat them. Oh. But, but here's the thing. If you're Sean Payton, you would want the opportunity to coach a talent like Justin Herbert. Yeah. You don't want to have to hitch your, hitch your wagon to Russell Wilson as a part of a rebuild with the Broncos organization. Not just the team, Carlin, the entire organization. I don't know that Sean Payton has the stomach for that. I don't, I don't see him going down that road. He's 59 years old. I think he wants to step into a situation where there's a quarterback and a good talent base on the team and elevate them to championship contention. I think that's the situation that he holds out for. And quite frankly, because of his pedigree and because of his resume, he'll have options. He'll have his pick of the litter, even if there isn't the team out there during this hiring cycle. And people have been operating under the assumption that Sean Payton is definitively taking a job this year. Mm, not so fast. This is Dan Graziano, our ESPN NFL insider, earlier with us on the show. He's even mentioned that. He did the, he did the one interview the other day that, that's been circulated a lot, and he mentioned that, like, the idea that the compensation for the Saints might not have to be as extensive if he waits a year. So there are, there are factors like that. I know he's talking to the Broncos today. Uh, I guess he talked to Houston yesterday. They announced that. So, you know, he knows the landscape. He knows what's out there. He'll hear from the teams in terms of, you know, money and what kind of personnel control and what the quarterback situation is expected to be and all that. And yeah, I don't think he's in a situation, Sean Payton, where he has to just take any old job. I, I do believe that it's something where he could wait a year if the perfect opportunity is not there for him. Just so we're clear, Colin, he's not taking the Houston Texans job. No, he's not taking that job. The only reason he would interview with that with that organization is to leverage other opportunities to try to get more money out of somebody that could be interested in his services. That would be the only reason he would interview but for that But let's job. talk about this, though. If you're the Broncos and you are under new ownership from Walmart and you are paying the money that you are to Russell Wilson, it doesn't matter what Sean Payton wants. He's worth it because he can fix the quarterback. He can do that. Sean Payton and Drew Brees together were a great combination. Now, the reason that Drew Brees didn't win more in New Orleans is because he took every penny. And the talent that they brought into New Orleans was primarily drafted when you think about Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and guys like that. When you are in a situation that you are with the Broncos and you have just paid Russell Wilson, what's more money on top of that to get it right, especially when the salary cap is going to continue to go up? Yeah, I mean, you, you have to give yourself an opportunity, right? 
You have to try In other words, it. what I meant by the cap numbers, you can put other pieces around him. Yeah, ain't no salary cap on head coaches either, though. That's right. the other thing. So, exactly. I mean, you've got the resources to be able to do it. The Walton Penner group ain't no shortage of money there. So, why not go after the very best coach? The question becomes, does the coach want any parts of that job, specifically the quarterback? Yeah, can you salvage Russell Wilson? I think whether or not Sean Payton takes that job will be a referendum on Russell Wilson in the state of affairs. Now, Carlin, I'm for one think he's washed. We'll end up seeing what happens, but it's been trending this direction for Russ the last couple of years. I don't know that this is the job that Sean Payton wants because there's no way from out under the quarterback for the next couple of years. And by that point, you know, uh, where are the Denver Broncos in terms of their overall talent level? Here's what would worry me, though, if I was Peyton. If I'm looking to get paid by the Chargers, that's asking a lot. And I, I don't necessarily think that this was the Chargers don't want to pay Sean Payton $20 million a year. I think he would actually take less to be there. Well, he has a home there. Right. And yeah. he wants to be in warm weather, and you're getting a chance to be with Herbert no matter what the ownership situation is there. But if your Chargers ownership this was an easy decision if you had it locked up. Think about that, right? This was easy as could be. Sean, what do you want? We bring you in. You're the guy. Justin Herbert. Boom. Done. Easy. Why didn't they make the easy decision? Because they don't want to pay a coach that level of money. That's why. And let's try to ride it out with Brandon Staley a little bit more after a historic loss with a team that has so much talent that we should have done a lot more with the last two years. Well, the other part of that, Carlin, is organizational philosophy. And some teams allow the head coach to be the czar of the football operations. Other teams, that responsibility is the general managers. And the Chargers feel like an organization that have turned over all of the control to Tom Telesco, their general manager. And, And I'm not sure that it's a situation where he would be willing to cede that control to Sean Payton, because that's what it would take. Sean Payton wants control over the roster. He wants control over everything. Here's my question. Because he's a Bill Parcells disciple, and that's how Bill did it everywhere he went. Why would you not want to give Sean Payton that kind of control over Tom Telesco? Why? It, It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. The only pushback I would say is Telesco was the one that drafted Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. He was the one that put all of these pieces in place, the Derwin James of it all, Joey Bosa, all of these players that are foundational pieces. That's great. He drafted well. What have they won? That's great. Great point. Great players. Great point. What have they won? Great point. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. I thought about Canty last night a, a lot because there was one particular development that just had one of his – Signature lines running through my head all evening (laughs) long. We'll tell you about that in just moments. First up, though, the NFL playoffs. uh, To say that they're heating up would be a bit of an understatement. And the easiest way to get into all the action is with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props, so don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose, promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner 
of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit KS Gambling Help com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. That was rough. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of as that's happening, Canty. Kickers are barely even people. <laughs> that's you. Yeah. That's I you. keep saying it. Kickers aren't football players. They're barely even people. Uh, you had one job last night, Brett Maher. Well, actually, one you had job. one job four different times. Exactly. <laughs> Just make the extra point. Yeah. This is so while we're while we're doing nine on seven inside run drill, seven on seven drills, one on one pass rush, all these different aspects of actual football. You know what the kickers are doing, the specialists? They're on the other practice field kicking. That's yep. all they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. That's their only responsibility. Here's the thing, Carlin, on kickoffs and on punts. They're not even asked to tackle anybody. All you're asked to do is kick the ball, period. Kick it, punt it. That's all you got to do. Do it at a high level. Don't cost your team an opportunity to win a game. Now, if you had legitimate competition last night in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, those missed extra points, count them, four of them, could have been costly. They weren't, but, I mean, it's still one of those things that gets a little dicey when you talk about playoff football, so much so that you saw Dak Prescott on the sidelines screaming expletives and saying, just go for two. <laughs> just go. Like, he was just saying, just go for two. Like, I, he's not making the extra points. It's going to cost you if your kicker can't be reliable when you're going up against a better team in, I don't know, like the San Francisco 49ers. All right, but let me ask you this. 
Is Brett Maher losing his job this week? No. Probably not. No. But Canty, you talk about going into a situation next week in a big spot, having a kick early in that game or even late in that game, and you need him to deliver one from just 35 (laughs) yards. I mean, he is going to be all up in his feelings. That's well, going to well, be a problem. That That's going to be a problem, but rest assured, Cowboys fans, it's probably not going to be that close. You know why? Because the, the, 49ers, <laughs> the 49ers don't play close games, Carlin. The 49ers have a 14-4 and record if you include the win on Wild Card Weekend. You know how many one-score games they played this year? Four. You know how many they've lost? One. And that was week three when Jimmy Garoppolo decided to step out of the back of the end zone against the Denver Broncos and Trent Williams got hurt. That's it. They don't play close games at all. They have a plus 173 point differential on the season, Carlin. That's tops in the NFL. They do not play close games. They blow everybody out. So, for Cowboys fans, that's good news because it's probably not going to come down to your kicker. Imagine, though, if Maher misses his very first extra point. What are they going to do then? I, you may not you go for may two. Got to go for two the rest of the two. time, right? And, and, and what about field goals? When you're what about, you know, no, you're down you, two late when in the game. Cross midfield, Bubba. When you cross midfield, it's four down territory. That's it. Fourth you, and four at the thirty-two. You oh know boy. what's crazy is they That's put him out for a fifth one and he made it. I can't believe they even put him out there for a fourth one and then they put him out there I think another they just time. Want him to get some sort of yes, That's absolutely. I actually would have more confidence in kicking field goals. Then the extra point. I think the extra point is in his head more than the field goals. So you feel better about him if he just would nail like a fifty-five yard field goal. I think at this point it's the extra point that's in his head. I don't know how you can feel good about him kicking the football, whether it's an extra point or a field goal after last or kickoffs. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it is, he had some quality kickoffs. There's no confidence in the Cowboys kicking game right now. No, I zero. I, I get it where Bubba's coming from. Just a little chip shot. That is. The catch that is Chuck Knobloch at second base. Oh, Can't all, all the yes, first Knobloch yes. was trending on Twitter last night. Rick, Rick, Ank- Rick, Ank- Rick Ankiel, Steve Sachs. All those yep. names were trending last yep. night. It was the you know what, Carlin? I'm watching that game with my mom and Mel, my wife, and they both felt awful for Brett Maher. They felt terrible for him. You, you had no I did, sympathy I had no for the sympathy at all. I, I, I don't even know where to start because I guess I've seen behind the curtain. All of these dudes do. That's all they do is kick. Carla, they training camp with two a days. Guess what? They ain't beating themselves up by hitting each other. They're kicking extra points. They're kicking field goals. They're punting the ball. That's all they're doing. You, you know it's not strenuous for kickers and punters during training camp when in between practices they're going to play nine holes of golf. Yep. You know That's why I can't empathize with what Brett Maher was going through last night. I just can't. Kickers are barely even people. Listen, They're not football players. I, I Can we agree you. on that? They're not football players. Just say it, Carl. Say I, it with I me. Think there They're are not some, football players. I think there are some kickers. Justin Tucker is a football player. Football Come on. Player. Justin Tucker is an opera singer, okay? I love my former <laughs> team. I mean, <laughs> not football players. I'll They're agree. Not. I'll agree. They're not football players. I think we can Thank agree you. they are people, though. What about <laughs> I said barely people. They're barely people. Come on, Bubba. What Semantics. What about punters? Are they football players? No. Some of them are. No. Show me the punter that's a football player. There, there are Pat guys, McAfee. Pat McAfee. He's a football player, right? And he did both, actually. He's a football player. There, no. there are some. No, there they're, are not, some. they're not. They're not. 
I mean, they're I, not. I, I remember they're specifically. They're not football players. I remember covering the Giants and Jeff Fiegels when he was punting for the Giants during training camp. After you, you guys are all exhausted and, and basically trying to get as much sleep as you can. He is out there after curfew on the practice fields hitting a golf ball, drinking a six-pack. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Carlin. Can you block, tackle, catch, or throw at a really high level? Well, I will say every time you see a kicker try to throw the ball, that's a problem. But that's my point, though. Yeah. That's why they're not football. I get it's called football, but it's really about the other skill sets other than putting your foot to the pigskin. What's the maddest you've ever been at one kicker? Mike Vanderjack in Dallas. Not even close. Not even close. Bubba, Bubba, can, Bubba can co-sign on it that It all one. goes back to Vanderjack. <laughs> Bubba, yeah. Bubba, Bubba you saw, on you that saw one. Peyton on the Manning cast last <laughs> yeah, night yeah. having flashbacks. Yeah. Manning goes back to Vanderjack. Canty goes, it all, it's always Vanderjack. Peyton right? was fed up thinking about his idiot kicker again. Yeah, that was that was PTSD for Peyton last night. Oh, my God. Yeah, Vanderjack. Have you ever – let me ask another question. Have you ever seen a kicker nearly get beat up? Yes, I actually did see a kicker get beat up. Jose Cortez, this was in 2005, at San Francisco, missed an extra point. Larry Allen picked him up by his face (laughs) mask in the air and shook him. A grown man shook him in the air after he missed the extra point. Man. Think about that. Larry Allen, the scariest offensive lineman in football. Can you imagine being Cortez and you're going off the field and the first person you see is Larry Allen No, he wasn't off the field. No, he wasn't off the field. Because Larry (laughs) Allen is a part of the extra point protection. So Larry Allen, on the like I'm watching this as a defensive player, on the field, this is my rookie year, grabs Cortez by his face mask and lifts the man up off the air. You see his little feet dangling. That's all you see. I was like, is that how they do it in the NFL? This can't be life. You see his little feet dangling like he's a puppet, but that, like but he's Kermit the but, Frog. But, but Carlin, that's when I realized kickers aren't football players because Larry Allen wouldn't do that to any of his other teammates, but he would do that to the specialists. Kickers are barely even people. Uh, Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E. E-N-Y. There is a disparity between the 49ers and the Cowboys in terms of preparation this week. The Cowboys on the road playing the game on Monday night. The 49ers were at home playing the game on Saturday. So the Cowboys only get five days of rest plus travel, whereas the 49ers get basically a full seven days off in between. Teams that have been in that situation before that the Cowboys are in with two less days of rest and going on the road are 9-24 and 24 in those games that particular week. What is the biggest pitfall here for the Cowboys and, and is there one for San Francisco when you have all that extra time? Well, the biggest issue for the Cowboys is fatigue, right? Because playoff intensity, physicality, it's on another level than what we see in the regular your season. Right. And early in that game, Carlin, that was a physical ball game. Yep. That was, I mean, you could hear the hit. I mean, it was one pop that Donovan Wilson put on Chris Godwin in the red zone. 
I didn't know how Chris Godwin got at, up from that at, one. At the end of the night, Chris Godwin, they showed him on the sideline. He looked like he was just about done. It was it, listen. Yeah. I mean, that was that was as physical as I've seen that Dallas Cowboys team. But there was some hitting going on. So that would be the biggest concern, especially going up against an outfit like the 49ers, who might be the most physical team in the entire NFL. But Carlin, the rest disparity cuts both ways. Because if you're the Dallas Cowboys, your quarterback just played his best game of the season. You might have had your most complete performance as a team on the season. You can't wait to get back out there and do it again. So the fact that you have a couple of extra, a couple of less days between when you play as opposed to what the 49ers have to go through, that might be a benefit to you in terms of being able to keep your edge, having that preparedness, and uh, being ready to go. It's almost like a golfer being in a groove. You just want to keep playing golf. Now, with the 49ers situation, you wonder with that extra couple of days, could they potentially get a little rust? Could mm. they potentially get a little stale in terms of, you know, the, the whole playoff intensity, the whole urgency, how you have to approach the preparation of it all? That's the one thing that you worry about. So, I mean, it all comes down to how your head coach handles it and, quite frankly, how your head coach frames it to your locker room. But uh, it'll be really interesting to see the role that the two extra days for the 49ers plays in this matchup. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Jerry Jones, after the game last night, making an interesting comparison for his football team. It's like a hunting dog. We have tasted uh, what you need to uh, realize is there, and it will cause you to grow. I saw that happen to our championship teams, and I saw us take uh, guys that certainly had the goods but they not necessarily had the experience or the having had it happen to them. They hadn't. But our teams of the 90s did come on and get better and better and grow. Jerry truly is the epitome of the Cowboy fan base because I've never seen a fan base so willing to put the cart in front of the horse. Yeah. Now we're going to compare this team to the 90s Cowboys teams. Mm-hmm. Are we going to do that? And why is Jerry doing that? Listen, I get that that Troy. Because Jimmy Johnson is gone. Yeah, I I get that Troy and Michael Irvin were down there in Tampa, but it ain't Troy and Michael Irvin in those Cowboys uniforms. And and Troy and Michael Irvin would be the first to tell you. They ain't us. They ain't (laughs) ain't us. us. And let me tell you, Mike McCarthy, he ain't Jimmy Johnson. No, he is not. He's not. So, I mean, listen, Jerry has to have that level of optimism, right? Because there's nothing more that he wants than a championship and to prove that he could do it without the core of players that Jimmy Johnson built. Like, Carlin, let's just call it what it is. Jimmy Johnson is in the Hall of Fame, and he's not in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. Yeah. That just lets you know where Jerry Jones is at with After it. years ago when he said, a few years ago when he got in exactly. to the Hall of Fame and said, you're going to be in the, the Ring of uh, Honor. Where yeah. are you? Yeah, exactly. How has it not happened? Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Was it just a nice little thing to throw out yeah, there on set those, with Rich It was Eisen? one of those things I had to say when I was in Canton and we both got on gold jackets. But yeah. here's the thing, man. Like, he wants to be able to win. And you could see how he was celebrating each touchdown score in the box with his family, with Stephen Jones and Charlotte Jones Anderson. Like, they were all excited about the Cowboys winning the wild card game in a game, quite frankly, that they were supposed to win because you're going up against an inferior team. But they were excited, and so I think Jerry gets a little caught up in the moment when he starts talking about what that game means for the Cowboys' prospects moving forward. But, Carlin, we can both agree, this is a completely different animal that they're about to go up against in the San Francisco 49ers. Well, what what bothers me about the whole situation is that Jerry 
has made it abundantly clear that winning is not most important. Winning his way is most important. And winning to show that he was the biggest reason why the Cowboys were put together and won a championship. It's been what has driven him for the last 20-plus years. And with this matchup this week, if they go and win, I honestly believe they could win a Super Bowl. Yeah. If you go win in San Francisco, that could be absolutely a possibility. The irony if, is not lost on me, though, Carlin. Think about that. The Cowboys have not won a road playoff game in 30 years until last night. And who was the coach? The coach was Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. But, but, but also, now you're going up against the San Francisco 49ers, and that was the team that they beat yep. on January 17, 1993. But my point about this for Jerry is simply – he has never been willing to let go of that for the sake of the betterment of the team just winning, period. And I have a feeling with, let's call it what it is, time running out, that he may go to the great beyond without a championship his way. It should be more important to go with a championship than as opposed to one your way. Well, the great owners allow football people to make football decisions. Jerry's most consequential football decision, firing Tom Landry and hiring Jimmy Johnson. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.